Hello, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Monday, April 13th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to. If you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions, we we really want to hear all of it. We do. And Kate, may I just put in a quick uh, plug for people to rate and review us in the Apple Podcasts. Yes, app. please. Okay, please great. Do. If you all could rate and review us in the Apple Podcasts app, that would be great. <laughs> Thank you. We it helps, appreciate it. Yeah, we really appreciate it, and it helps people find the show. So, if you are so we inclined, want people to listen to the show. Yes. So, so please do that if you have a moment and you use the Apple Podcasts app. Thank you. And farewell. No, wait, not farewell. Ah, hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Well, I did a grocery store trip yesterday, Dory. How did that go? You know, I was have been really trying not to leave the house. Yeah, um, but we were really at the end of our food. Yeah. And needed some kind of basic things. And so I held out as long as I could. And finally, I went. And I went to my old stomping ground, Costco. Nice. And, you know, it was it was okay. I was actually really... It had been a while since I'd been to the grocery store. So I was like, I could... You can notice how things have changed. Like, yeah. From two, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, which was really interesting. Like, Costco is completely different. Um and, uh, you know, we had to wait in the line and you weren't allowed to enter unless you had a face covering or a mask. Were they turning you know, people away? I didn't see anyone be turned away, but there was a huge sign upon entry and they, and they had it all like the entrance all blocked off. Like it was completely different from how it's normally done. Where you right, right, right. Me- meander in. Yeah. Um, so we had to wait in a line with our cart with our sanitized cart. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming they would have turned people away because they were checking every person. Wow. You know, yeah, yeah. it was like one by one you enter. Um, mm-hmm. So that that actually made me feel good. And they, you know, like all throughout the Costco, they're, like they had loudspeakers set up that were like, you must practice social distance. It felt a little dystopian, honestly. It was like, wow. you have to practice social distancing. Yeah. Stay six feet away. And I actually heard employees like shout down aisles telling people to, stay six feet apart the 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 stressful part for me is that like people you can't stay six feet away from other people at all times in a grocery store it yeah is with giant carts so yeah. I started to get like kind of panicked about it um so that was a little overwhelming but I, I also while I was there bought groceries for a friend's parents who are in immuno, uh, immunocompromised mm. and I delivered I delivered that those things to their house so that at least felt good. Like I felt like I had a greater purpose. Yeah, totally. There. You know what I mean? Where it's like, totally. we, we desperately need eggs and milk, but also like here are people who can't leave their home and like they couldn't, they, she couldn't get her parents any um, deliveries. You know, it's just, I think it's very mm, hard to get. That's really right tough. Now. Yeah. So that was nice. I felt, I felt like, okay, this is like, I can be here. This has a purpose. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. 
Um, but people were really stressing me out. Like, and I, you know, just like walking towards me. I'm like, we have to be six feet apart. And I would like, ha- like lean away from people. And then it felt like I was being rude. You know what I mean? It was very confused. Like the social elements of staying six feet apart is very weird. And I feel like people still don't quite get it. So was it, it sounds like it was maybe a little crowded. Was it crowded? It was so strange. When I pulled up, it, the parking lot was empty. And I was like, this is, it's a Saturday. I was, this is, we're recording on the weekend before this episode airs. And I could, I was shocked. But then being inside, it felt very crowded. So, but I don't know if it was just the added stress of like, like our, our new consciousness of like having to actually yeah. be a part and the sight of everyone in masks that made it felt, feel bigger, more packed. I don't know. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. So that was my big, um, big weekend event. Okay. All right. Yeah. And you've been getting cozy, I see. I have been getting cozy. So cozy Which was our word. <laughs> cozy was the word of the day on Friday. And I told my husband this. I was like, the word of the day for here for you is cozy. And we have a fireplace. We had not used it. We had had some trouble finding firewood and then Matt found some and then he he also got a duraflame to like oh move, I love duraflame to move things along so we so he lit a fire and it was really nice and we have since lit like four fires <laughs> over the weekend um as i was putting together there was as i was putting the episode together i was in the living room in front of the fireplace and it felt very cozy. It's also been like chilly. I mean, like LA chilly and rainy here. So it does feel like perfect fireplace weather. Yeah. So that's been nice. And, you know, because we've been doing these nightly cleanups, like our home feels cozier. It feels like a nicer place to want to sit in front of the fireplace. So that's that's been nice also. Um. Matt also, last night during our cleanup, Matt suggested that we make a list of ongoing bigger cleanup things and like assign days to them. And I was like, yeah, but also like, who are we? <laughs> like, this is, this is not our normal MO. Um, it's, it's interesting that being together and home in this way has really kind of inspired you both to, I don't to, to, not take better care of your space but you're just like keeping up with it more totally totally and tonight we have some exciting plans kate go on we are going to clean out our fridge <laughs> um you know what this is a hot night <laughs> it's a hot night hot this date is night a date. this is a date yep because matt goes to the grocery store on monday mornings and so he was like you know tonight would be a good night to clean up the fridge. So we really know what we have and what we need and what's gone bad and et cetera. And I was like, that is a good idea, Matt. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, I've also just been thinking a lot. I mean, I've, I'd been thinking about this before, but LA announced, was it on Friday, Thursday? I feel like it was after we recorded Friday's episode. Yeah, um, it was. That we're going to be sheltering in place till at least May 15th. And Ooh. I, yeah. And so I've just been like starting to think about like, what is reentry back into the world going to be like? Like, how am I going to feel? How, what's the world going to be like? How, yeah, like how, how are people going to cope? Movie theater. Yeah. 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 Or the grocery store or, you know, just after all this stuff is over, go out to dinner. 
I don't know. It, like, th- like thinking about those things now, it's so hard to fathom, which is so bizarre. It's interesting you say that because I have been really missing like human inter- human interaction, face to face, in person human interaction. I'm I, I I've been really feeling sad about it lately. Like I miss the very simple things that I have taken for granted for forty years. Yeah, you know, like going to get a coffee at the coffee shop and interacting with the people at the coffee shop and the feeling of just like walking in and walking out. I, I mm-hmm. I'm walking to school. I miss like being in crowded spaces with people, which is very strange. I mean, I'm an, I'm an extrovert by nature, I think in many ways. And for me, that doesn't, that means I just like the sensation of being around other people. often. Yeah. And so, so it's, I'm really missing it. It's so interesting because I thought I was an extrovert and this whole experience has made me wonder if perhaps I'm actually an introvert because I feel like, I have just kind of lost my desire to engage with f- even friends or the world. Like uh, like text is great or phone calls, but like the thought of actually going out into the world and hanging out with people, I'm I'm like what? Like I don't it's not even like I can't fathom it. It's like I've no desire to do it. It's like the the isolation has sucked that desire out of me so I'm wondering like is this just a function of my staying in my house for a month and like things will even out when this is over and I'll want to like be social is this like my survival mechanism I've like convinced myself that I don't want to do these things because I can't do these things I mean maybe I was gonna say it might be kind of a little bit of a coping mechanism yeah in in a way yeah like I've 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 like convinced myself that I'm like fine that I'm happy kind of nesting and I am like that is not that's not not true um but I do think these other things that I used to enjoy I've sort of it feels like I've just like flipped this switch in my brain that's like no you don't really want to go to the gym like you don't you don't really want to go to your co-working space and see people and like do the meditation there you know what I mean like no you don't really need that stuff you don't have a desire to like go to a baseball game and like be around people and feel, feel like the swell of the crowd and the group mind that kind of takes over. You're not, you don't crave that. That, I think about this like nonstop. No, I don't. I don't. That's fascinating. Isn't that weird? I know. And I thought like, I thought I did crave those things, which is sort of throwing me for a loop. The other day I was like, I kind of want to go for a drive but like, did I really, or did I feel like I should want to go for a drive? Well, also, I think like anything, these emotions and feelings inside of us are going to change, right? Yes, like you, totally. You might in two weeks, be craving the opposite of what you're craving. Totally, and that's now. fine. Yeah, but it is really interesting to observe the ways in which um, social distancing. How it makes us feel? I, I yeah, think it's really, really totally interesting to kind of just look at that. Well, and I think part of it for me is a function of my personal situation, where like I have a baby, I have a husband who, until this started, I barely saw because he worked so, he worked so much. So it is kind of like, well, I guess I just you know I I have to work, but I also get to like see my husband and my baby and we can like do those things in the house that we never did before. Yeah. Um, it's really lovely. So, <laughs> I mean, 
I don't know. I feel like I'm also one of those people. Uh, I'm, I now I feel like I now sound like one of those people who's like quarantine is great, but I no, don't like I don't mean that. Um, I guess I'm just I'm I'm trying to unpack why I don't miss the things that you miss because I feel like they're things that I should miss. So I'm just sort of wrestling with that right now. No shoulds, Dory. There are no shoulds. You're right. Kate, I, I, you're right. I will, I will tell you, I'm so desperate to talk to people that my daughter, one of my daughter's best friends biked over from her house to our house to drop off a letter for my daughter. Oh, which is so sweet. But my, like my kids were outside playing and they were like, Oh, she's here. And I was like, what? And I like ran outside. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, how are you? And oh my gosh. She was so, she's nine, you know? And I was like, Oh, that's how, really funny. How are your parents? How's everything going? Like, I was just so desperate. Like I, anybody who walks by, I like my oh head my pops out. I'm so excited to talk to people. Oh my oh. goodness. Well, that is how I felt a couple weeks ago. The last time we did Instacart, we stopped doing Instacart after the whole brouhaha over it. Um, But I think I mentioned this, that I was like texting with the shopper and finally was like, oh, am I like bothering this poor woman? (laughs) Because I'm like craving a human interaction. I mean, I will say, honestly, doing this podcast is so helpful i think because it forces you and i to talk every yes, day so I totally talk to somebody else and we also hear from listeners which feels like we're communicating yes yeah, so maybe maybe the podcast is filling my cup and i don't maybe, need anything else maybe that's it i mean i'm not even being facetious like no, i'm not either <laughs> like we have this time every day to, to like process things and talk to each other which is amazing and and like a lot of people don't have that so no it's great so I'm grateful for it. All right. Well, I have been yammering for quite some time. Let's, let's hear from our listeners. Let's hear from some listeners. This first email, I just want to say, is a hot buttermilk tip. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? We bring only the best, sexiest buttermilk content <laughs> to the podcasting space. That is so true. Thank you for recognizing it, Kate. Um, You're welcome. I was so pleased to get this email. Okay. So. This listener writes, life has been so much and I'm finally getting around to emailing you, but King Arthur sells a dehydrated buttermilk to make all your buttermilk recipes come to fruition. The bonus for me is it's pantry stable and uses up none of my highly valuable freezer space. You're doing a great job. Love, Denise, mom of a four-year-old and a one-year-old and an essential clinical slash forensic laboratory chemist. Um, and then she links to the, to the buttermilk powder, which I will also link to. I bought some today and I I feel like I need, in the interest of full disclosure, I feel like I need to tell our listeners that it is currently on back order and it says it will take three to four weeks to arrive, but. Wow. So people are hip to this dehydrated buttermilk. Apparently. I I mean. Did you know? I didn't know. No, I had no idea. (laughs) I mean, I feel like this is like, this is like advanced baker knowledge. It did lead me to peruse the King Arthur Flower website, which is fascinating. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I love that this is what you're up to on quarantine. <laughs> I mean, just they, checking out that King Arthur website. They just have like, if you want to get really into baking, I mean, that is the place to do it. Uh, yeah, they have great. I, oh, now I'm going to sound so dorky. They have great flour is a thing I was going to say. Okay, but say. not only flowers. I mean, okay, I'm not going to I'm not going to wax too poetic about this. I'll let people discover it on their own. 
<sighs> All right. Let's hear from another listener. Kate, do you want to read this one? This was in response to a listener who um, is isolating from her boyfriend and was kind of struggling with it. They write, I am currently writing this email on my break at work. I am a nurse and I wanted to respond to the listener who is isolating herself from her boyfriend. I too am living apart from my family at this time. My husband and my one-year-old daughter are staying at my in-laws. It's been about one week since I started taking care of COVID patients and we decided this is the best, albeit extreme decision to keep our family safe and healthy. This hasn't been easy. I've cried almost every day. The first week was terribly difficult, but good news is I am adjusting. This is what I found helps. FaceTiming as much as possible, especially during meals. I also found watching movies together helps bring levity to the situation. We usually count down and try to hit the play button at the same time. I also write an agenda every day on my days off and check them off when my tasks are completed. Making lists has been extremely helpful. I also found out I am often sad in the afternoon. I think because it is sandwiched between the hope of the morning and the closure of night. So I try to keep myself busy with an activity during this time, no screen time, whether it's walking my dog, working out, or cooking. I hope this helps. And thank you, Kate and Dory. I look forward to listening to your banter every day. Oh, no, I'm going to cry. You truly bring so much joy and comfort during this time. If you read this, can you please do a shout out to my daughter, Astrid, and my husband, Vince? They have my heart. Thank you again. Oh. Oh. oh, I mean, no words, just crying. Oh, I mean, these are great suggestions, but listener, this sounds so hard. It sounds really hard. I mean, this is a big sacrifice. And, you know, I think collectively as uh, <laughs> uh, people, we are so grateful for, for what you were doing. But yeah. I'm sure that, that the, the people who you're caring for directly are as well and thank mm. you for these these tips these are yeah. good tips and also i want to give you a tip listener which is uh there's a chrome extension called netflix party where you and your husband could watch a netflix movie together without having to count down that's a great idea so i'm actually we, gonna make i'm gonna make a note to that. link to it okay and we might try that notes. out sometime exactly door. we might um all right this is an interesting conundrum from a listener named Catherine. Hi, friends. I have a question I hope you can get you can answer or get feedback from other listeners on. Some background. My entire company started working remotely in mid-March. I'm so grateful to still have a job. Previously, our office culture was fairly anti-remote work and really focused on in-office experiences. Our leadership has gone a little initiative happy. First, we had a daily post in a company-wide chat, baby photo, current Netflix obsession, re recipe swap, etc. But now we have a daily fitness challenge too and are having a virtual 5K at the end of the month. We have a bi-weekly call where leadership is expressing general concern for everyone's mental health and then saying, be sure you're getting away from your desk and are staying active daily. I don't know about everyone else, but I wasn't being active daily before any of this. I'm worried other folks like me who are prone to anxiety and overwhelm may feel like this is too much pressure to maintain, quote, health coming from work. I know they mean well, but is there a way I can point out that this message may not be what everyone needs in this time and having compassion for ourselves and making cookies and watching movies in this time is good, too? Thankful for any insight you can give. And thank you for this podcast. I listen every day as I'm easing into the workday. Oh, gosh. I know. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> a is... virtual 5K? <laughs> what? What? 
You know, I can see how this is coming from a well-intentioned place and is being executed in a way that is, you are totally right, um, not, I think, appropriate for the workplace. I almost feel like if they were just saying like, hey, everybody, let's just sign off at one o'clock and then you go do whatever you need to take care of yourself, like that would be more helpful. Yes. Rather than encouraging everyone to be, quote, active. Um, I think you can, I think you could speak up in a really... You know, gentle and loving way or not be whatever way you want I tend because I err on the side of fearing confrontation that's always tends to be my approach but I think there's a way to say like I recognize this is coming from a great place but not everyone this is not for everybody yeah et cetera. Et cetera. yeah I, I I always get I, I always have a hard time when work dabbles too much into trying to also cover your like yes self-care yes because really I think the best thing would just to be like let people not work and have that time to decide on their own also I wonder if you can opt out of any of this like can you just quietly not do it or are people like checking up on you yeah and I think this listener is thinking about the other people for whom this is stressful totally. as well. Yeah. You could yeah. also just say, you could also, instead of just being like, hey, this is not great, you could just say, hey, instead of the 5K, I'm doing a like bake-off. And everybody, if you want to participate in that, just bake your, what, show me what you're baking at home. We can have a virtual bake or whatever it is. You know, I don't know. Yeah, just, that's an interesting idea too. Or just, you're right, opt out quietly and just go on your merry way. I'd love to hear from listeners who have either navigated this or are currently navigating this and how you're dealing with it. Yeah, um, please weigh in on this one. Perhaps we have listeners who are leading the initiatives and are not realizing how it's affecting people. So I'd be interested or to hear from them too. Perhaps we have people who are doing this stuff and loving it. Yes, totally. You know, totally. Like maybe it is for somebody. Yes. All right. Um, well, you know, that brings us to our word of the day. It's kind of a downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's how I'm feeling. The word of the day is lonely. I'm lonely. Yeah. And I think I'm lonely too in a different way. Um, and I I think it's just something that I'm trying to like sit with. You know, and I, I want to give a s shout out to the people who are doing this self-isolation by themselves. Yeah. Because my husband and I were talking last night, like I have three other people in my house I can talk to at any time, plus yeah. neighbors I can shout at. Yeah. You know, people live in apartments, people live in rural areas where they are not surrounded by other people, people are by themselves. And like, that is really hard. So I just want to say that we see you. Yeah, we do see you. Um, um, but and what then, is our activity, Dory? Okay, so one. our activity was actually inspired by a listener who wrote in because she was lonely and she was self-isolating and, uh, and she lives alone and she was kind of running out of things to do. And another listener named Aaron wrote in with a suggestion for her. And so I'm going to read this email from Aaron um, because it is our activity of the day. <laughs> Hi, Kate Dory. Um, 
I really feel for Deirdre, the listener from Seattle, isolating alone. I'm also living alone and wanted to suggest trying out art projects. I've been enjoying painting greeting cards with silly pictures and sending them to my friend's kids so I can keep in touch with the young people in my life. I wouldn't call myself a particularly talented artist, but I've found that kids don't really care how good your rainbow unicorn or tractor or tiger look. They're just excited to get something for them for something just for them in the mail. It's been a fun non-screen project that really helps me to get my mind off of things for a bit. Thank you so much for the wonderful daily pod. So our activity for the day is to make a homemade greeting card for someone in your life. That's a fun idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'll do it too. And I'm like the least artistic person around. Oh, so I might, I might have you beat in that area. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Should we um, swap the greeting cards? It'll be, be it'll be like nailed it for greeting cards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would be a fun activity. Let's compare. I'll make okay. one. You make one. Let's take pictures. Okay. Okay, that okay. sounds like a plan. That'll be fun. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. Well, thank you listeners so much. We are here for you and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.